Good morning. Welcome to uh, the Crystal Crawford Show from lovely Noosa, Australia. Welcome to my bedroom. This is what you do when you're sharing a house with uh, three other people. You just do all your all your business shiznit in your bedroom. Hi, Kim. <laughs> so this week's topic is thank you to Kim Coleman and her friends who are having a conversation about educating yourself about money versus abusing yourself with it. So I thought that'd be a fun topic. And um, so thank you. Hi, Saskia. And you guys are the first people I've talked to today. It's 5.30 in the morning here at Noosa. So if I seem a little, I don't know, slow out of the gate, uh, a little, you know that morning grogginess, grouchiness? I'm, I'm a little bit there right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't mind me. I'll get over it. Um, so I, I actually love this topic. Hi. Um, what if you were willing to educate yourself about money instead of abuse yourself with it? So this whole topic of, this whole concept of um, abusing yourself with money was something that uh, was introduced to me, I don't even know, probably a year or two ago. I don't even know how. I can't remember the conversation I was having or what class I was in. But the one thing that I do remember is that there was, I, I, there was a period of time uh, a couple years ago, well, probably just over a year ago, where I was dating a lot. And I was dating this one guy that we were we were long distance. I met him I met him at an airport bar. We had a hot and heavy night, and then um, we uh, and then I went off to travel like I do, and we stayed together. And uh, I didn't know a lot about him, you know. I just knew that I liked him, and it was great. And so we kept in touch long things. Hi, Isabel. Hi, Bobby John. Yeah. So anyway, I went to visit him, and it turns out he lived in a um, he lived in low-income housing in Toronto and there was this whole there was this whole thing that I was he was sort of like the you know the needle the 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 straw that broke the camel's back he was sort of this situation where I started to really look at what my what was going on with me what I was creating what I was creating financially what I was creating with men in my life and there was this place where I just wasn't willing to ask for have receive money and it was showing up in the people I was dating and it was showing up in in the, what I was choosing, it was just showing up all over, and and so anyway, so I'm dating this guy, and, and I and I leave him again to go facilitate a foundation class, and my friend is the one that was hosting me, and she looked at me, and she was, you know, she she knew about him, and she's like, you know, it's just not who I pictured you with, like I, I pictured you with this this guy that had lots of money and like took care of you and flew you around the world and stuff like this, and I so I started looking at I started looking at it. And I realized that one of the things that I was doing was I was abusing myself with money. Now, I was abusing myself in different ways. I was abusing myself with um, choosing men that weren't even even remotely the energy of money, that were, you know, really actually had a point of view that money was bad and got rid of it as much as possible. And I was choosing to, you know, live at the edge. And I was choosing to, like, go into overdraft so far that I was way beyond zero to create. Like, there was all of these things that I was actually choosing and abusing myself with around money. And as soon as I kind of got that information that this was abuse of me instead of, hi Christian, um, instead of something else, instead of, it, it started to change it for me. And I really, really, really started asking myself, like, if I weren't abusing myself with money, if I weren't, like, because really, like, getting down to less than zero to motivate yourself to create or 
um, you know, racking up all your credit cards or doing all these different things that you, that you, the choices you have, choosing all these different things that you have with money, is not actually that kind to you. And it, it forces you into places, right? It forces you into creating, it forces you into um, making choices. It puts your back up against the wall. And actually, if you were gonna treat somebody else that way, uh, they'd probably leave you if they were smart, right? Your friend would leave you, your lover would leave you. Like, nobody else would stick around for that. But because it's you with you, you're kind of stuck with you, right? Unless you, you know, unless you off yourself, which is always a choice. Um, so I started really looking at, like, I started really looking at educating myself about money. Like, I didn't even know what that meant. And um, and I'm this is not a radio show where you're going to get a full-on education about money because I do not proclaim to be an expert. But I will tell you that I am in the active, ongoing learning about money as we speak. In fact, uh, my roommates and I have signed up for these stock trading classes every Monday with this guy in Vancouver who is just really good in the stock market. He makes, that's how he makes his living. Um, he's made over a million. Like he just consistently make, keeps making money and he has educated himself completely about the market. And so every Monday we go and we hang out with him and he teaches us like two hours more stuff. And pretty much by the end of that two hours, I'm fried. I'm like, ah, so much information. But this is one of the things that I started to realize about myself is I didn't want to know. I didn't actually want to know how money worked. I didn't want to know how the markets worked. I didn't want to know about all that stuff. Because if I knew about all that stuff, then all my excuses for being broke or for being, you know, have all my motivations, all my normal stuff that I had around money would be gone. But one day it was just like, you just chose it. And this is what I want to tell you. It's like, it doesn't really matter at all where you are today. It doesn't matter if you're where I was, which is, you know, what I talked what I talked about it doesn't matter if you like you make pretty good money what you want to start to ask is what what can I educate myself about money and so I started looking at like it, it was really starting to bug me that you know there were billionaires in the world and then there was me and I'm like what's the difference between a billionaire and me like how did they become a billionaire what what was that process like and so that level of curiosity which if you don't have right now is the thing that you want to ask for and you want to choose. Uh, it started leading me in all these directions. I uh, started researching about Warren Buffett and I started looking at um, Elon Musk and I, I started looking at all the people that had money. And one of the things that I wanted to see about, there's, there's, like, there's so many different facets to this. One of the things that I wanted to see about was, what are they being? Like, when you're a billionaire and you've got more money than God and you know you're playing with hundreds of millions of dollars in investments and hundreds of millions of dollars in debt and maybe even into the billions in debt. And when you're playing with these big sums, where are you being? And one of the things I noticed right away was that they are being, there is no lack in their world. There's no need. They're just, it just is. They just are. Um, you know, I was been reading about Richard Branson for a little, you know, here and there, just sort of watching him and I haven't bought his biography yet, but that's on my list. But like, I, you know, he's, a, he's also a venture capitalist and he doesn't invest in anybody that hasn't like lost a million dollars three times or something. It's something like that. Like he doesn't invest in anybody that hasn't lost a lot of money a few times because of what they get out of that, because of what they know after they've failed a few times. And um, so that was really cool information. Um, I've been learning about how, you know, basically according to economists, economists, people who know about money, there's an unlimited supply of money in the world. It's unlimited. 
And you can't wrap your head around that. Like there's an unlimited supply of money in the world. And when you look at that as a fact, and you look at the fact, the other, the second fact, which is that most of us walk around with the idea and the, the point of view that money is, is limited and we can only have this much, that's crazy. Like basically what we're doing with ourselves with money is we're walking around with this set of points of view that doesn't match what's actually true. And we're not even looking for what's actually true because we're so happy with or satisfied with or our limited points of view about money are working for us. Like that's crazy and that's okay. You don't have to make yourself wrong for it. But what you got to start to look at is like if you are continuing with your, your points of view that you can't, that you don't have enough money, that there isn't enough money, that all the stuff about money, then, and you, and you have this information that there's an unlimited supply of money in the world. Like once you're willing to just know that this is true, you start looking for it. This, uh, this last month especially was a big change for me when it came to creating and choosing to have money. And listen guys, my, my income's gone from like 3000 a month up into the tens of thousands a month. And so this is something that I have dynamically had to choose and create and be for me. And there've been different moments along the journey where, where a different choice had to be made. I remember the moment where I had to choose and the, sorry, so many things. There was a moment I had to choose that I wasn't going to use credit anymore for anything. I was going to pay cash for everything. And I was only going to use my credit cards to like, you know, put a flight on it and then pay it off and you know, that kind of thing that I, after that moment that I chose that I created that. Um, there was a moment when I realized that it was okay to get down to $0 in my bank account and less than $0 in my bank account. That was okay. That was normal. I remember the day it hit me that that was normal. And then I realized, you know, I could create a new normal, like, we never go below $10,000 in the bank every month. Like that could be my new normal. So I chose that and that changed immediately. I've never gone down below zero after that. Um, I remember the moment where I'm like, you know, it's not okay with me that I don't make tens of thousands. I mean, I want to live the life that I'm choosing to live with all the travel and all the classes and everything requires more money. Like it, it is not okay with me anymore that I don't make that amount, that I don't create that amount of money. And every single time that I've chosen, something it changes and this is this is a huge piece another huge piece about educating yourself about money is that it's never about money it's always about your choice to be and have what it is you're going to be and have so if the truth is that there's an unlimited supply of money if that's actually what's true according to the Federal Reserve according to the World Bank according to the economists of the world that's the truth then for what reason would you not go looking for it for what reason would you not just get curious about where that is, about how you could tap into it, about how you could have it, about what it would take for it to show up in your world? What, for what reason would you not go searching like, hey, what are, my, what are my hidden capacities with money that I've never even looked for? Um, I do a lot of uh, online business coaching with people and I've got a, a cool group of women right now that are totally changing their lives, that are you know, reinventing themselves online. And one of the things that's a constant component of everything that we do in a mentorship with me or, you know, around business is there's this, there's a learning element. And when you, when, whenever you start a new thing, hi Torgan, hi Shana, there's a learning component involved. Now, I think we forget about this a lot when it comes to money. Like, it's almost like we think money should just like magically work for us, but for us, it doesn't magically work, right? Like we just, we don't even like ask any questions about that. We don't even like, well, how did this person get from here to here? Or we don't, we don't even get curious about money. It's so weird. 
um, we just go into like despair and need and lack and like you know instead <laughs> instead of actually choosing to learn stuff. Um, one of the things that I know I'm all over the map, but like one of the things that I didn't even know, and then I just kept listening to Gary Douglas and listening to Gary Douglas was was the choice to create the 10% account. So the 10% account, if you haven't chosen it yet, is where you take 10% of all your money and you just put it away and you don't spend it or you spend it on things that are going to increase your money. Like it's not an investment, but things that are going to create and generate more money in your, your life or you just have it. That's the having account. Um, the, the second two things that he told us to start that I actually chose and I have now are um, account, future accounts. So where you put six months of your expenditures away for personal expenditures and you put six months of your expenditures away for business expenditures so that when life fluctuates, because it does, um, you have money. The, um, the, the third thing was like educating yourself about how money even works because there's all these points of view about money, like money is real, it's cash, it's gold, it's, it's all these things. Well, no, 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 money is energy. And, and you have to educate yourself about the creation of money. So I watched The Ascent of Money, um, which is a really, really cool series that you can find on YouTube, at least in most countries. Um, the Ascent of Money it was a PBS series that actually talked about the creation of money as it is today. Um, the fourth thing was like actually getting in there and starting to listen and learn from the people that were actually creating more money. Like there's a learning curve involved in this shit. Sorry, some of you have commented. <laughs> so much despair. For what reason would I not? Yeah, cool. Um, so there's a learning curve. And I think this is the one thing we, we cut off with money more than anything. We actually don't educate ourselves about fucking anything. We just like, we get into this, you know, there's this joke that goes, uh, it's, I forget how the joke goes. I'm so terrible at telling jokes. But there's this, there's this joke that talks about this, the, a, mom and a, um, a mom and her daughter, and they're having Thanksgiving and they're cooking like the Thanksgiving ham and mom cuts off the butt end of it, right? Like the, and puts it in the pan and puts it in the oven. Well, her daughter asks her like, why do you, why do, you do that? And she's like, I don't know, my mom did that. And so the, the little girl goes and asks her grandmother, like, grandma, why do you cut off the end of the ham? And grandma was like, I don't know, you know, like my mom did that. And she goes and asks her great-great-grandmother and her great-great-grandmother says, oh, I cut it off because it wouldn't fit in the pan. But it, became, it had become this tradition, you know, cutting the butt off the end of the ham was how you do ham. Hello. Nobody questioned it. Nobody looked into why. Nobody, you know, it was just, it was tradition. And that's what we do with money. It's like, it's tradition to be broke. It's tradition to like function from not enough. It's tradition, just tradition, right? Only we don't even put that much thought into it. Like it's not even that conscious. And this is the thing to change for yourself when it comes to money. This is the thing to change. It's what you're being, what you're choosing and what you're educating yourself about. So, when I started to educate myself about money and I started to realize there was an unlimited supply, that was really something that changed things for me because starting, starting as, soon, as soon as I started incorporating that into my world, I started going, okay, if there's an unlimited supply of money, that means there's an unlimited amount of people that, that have the money to pay me. There's an unlimited amount of people that want to play with me. There's an unlimited amount of people that actually want to choose to play in my world, you know, because I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm a facilitator, and, you know, I put stuff out into the world, but when you put stuff out into the world with the point of view that there's not enough or that people won't pay you, guess what you create? When you put stuff out into the world with the point of view of, like, there's an, an abundant supply of money out there, and it doesn't have to come in any direction. It can come in 
any direction. It doesn't have to come this way or this way or this way. It's all around me. And so what's it going to take for it to show up in my world becomes a functional state of being. And that's what you want to start to choose, is the, the, the spaces of being that are going to actualize what you're asking for. And there was another thing that really changed for me when it came to money, and that was really choosing to use my money to change people's realities. Gary talked about this a lot, and it wasn't something I had any value for. This was another piece about educating myself about money. It's like, what do I want to use my money for? Like, do I just want to have it? Do I just want to like be Scrooge McDuck and have lots of gold laying around? Yeah, that's sort of fun. But what else? Like, what do I want to create with my money? Do I want to? And and I started asking myself. I've I've been asking myself that probably for the last two years, really. Just like, if I had a hundred thousand dollars, what would I choose? If, um, what would I like? You know, every time money comes in, I'm like, how can I use this to create a different reality? How can I use this to change people's realities? And so I started making different choices with my money. And it was no longer just about, it was no longer about having enough so that I didn't go under or surviving. It was actually about using it to create a different reality. And that's not something a lot of people ask themselves, you know? And this was another component about money for me is like, I didn't want to just, <laughs> I didn't want to just be rich. I didn't want to just be a multi six figure coach online teaching other, you know what I mean? Like, there was this other space of being that I desired to choose, that that I had to learn more about. I'd be like, okay, so what can you do with, what kinds of things can you do with money, which seems sort of, sort of silly, because like, you know, you can create anything you want with money. You can create buildings, you can create schools, you can create foundations, you can create choirs, uh, you know, you can, you can invest in other businesses, you can create prototypes of new, you can do, like, that's actually what creates different possibilities, is the willingness to use and invest and use money. But when there's so much significance around money and you have to hold on to your money and you can't let go of your money, like that's when you actually don't have access to you and what you could create with money. And that willingness to begin looking at what I can generate in people's worlds, what I can use my money to create, was changed my willingness to have it. Because it was like, oh, okay, cool. So that's actually, that it, it excited me. It made money worth having, I guess, in my world. And that's something else because, I mean, if you're watching this and you follow my stuff, it's very likely that you don't actually have any value for money itself. You know, money is just money. Like you probably, probably, if you watch my stuff and you follow anything that I talk about, you probably value creating change in the world more than you value money. That's what's right about you that you're not getting. The thing is that money makes, creates more choice for you. Money creates more choice for you. Money creates, you know, the choice of being able to go to McDonald's versus going to a fine dining place, right? Money creates choice of travel. Money creates choice of classes. Money gives you more choices. And so this is where you've got to really look at your world and go, okay, so what is it that I want to choose today to educate myself about money right away? And this is the, it's the choice that actually begins to turn the tide. And it's the choice to grow your hair out that begins to give, create the possibility in your world for longer hair, right? Like I remember when I, every single time I cut my hair short and I look at growing it, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to take forever. But it's the choice to do it that makes the process bearable. You know, like it makes the process fun because you actually can perceive and you're being the energy of a future where your hair is already long. 
sort of a silly example, but <laughs> I'm at that stage right now where it's like right in my neck and I get to these places where I'm like, oh, you know, driving me crazy. But I have chosen already to grow it and I could choose again to do something else, but it's the choice that actually makes the process more fun. It makes the process um, something that you can just keep doing because in any process there's this learning curve where you don't quite know everything yet. It's not quite long, right? You're pregnant at three months, but you're not at the nine month part. And as you're changing your financial reality, as you're taking your financial reality by the scruff or yourself by the scruff and you're going, okay, this is going to change. Um, there's, there's a period of time where the, where it's turning, right? Where you're, you, you know, there's, I mean, like I'm in another growth spurt in my business. So there's, a, there's more learning curve going on right now. So there's less being put out in the world and more like information gathering at the moment. And that's how that works. Um, when you're first learning how to read and write, you know, that's how that works in school is you're gathering all this information and you're learning stuff. And then finally one day you go and you read a book to your mom and dad and you can get words out of your mouth. You finally learned enough to get words out of your mouth. Hallelujah, right? But there was this period of time where there was a learning curve. So you want to start to look at for what reason would I not choose to engage in the learning and the educating myself about money and just ask, where can I start with this? You can start anywhere, guys. You can start reading about, start reading about the people that have money. Start reading about the people that are creating a different reality. Start getting a sense of what it would be like to be a billionaire now, to make choices from that space now, um, to like, what is it that you want to create with your money? And ask, start asking yourself that because you're not going to, there's not going to be any, anything in your world that you, if you don't value money and you're not looking at what you want to create with it, then you don't have any, like there's, you know, human, you have to trick yourself into creating a fortune. This is, Gary says that all the time, like you have to actually trick yourself into creating a fortune. So, so what is it that you desire to create? And I don't have a total clear picture of that yet. I mean, I, you know, I'm not walking around with this like conclusion going on. I want to create this and then I want to create this and then, um, interesting question. Um, I want, you know, it's not that it's, I have the energy of it. And the more that I choose what, the more that I choose from the energy, the more that shows up. And, and the thing is like, as you're creating money and money showing up in your world, you're choosing, you're choosing what seem like, the, what seem like the little things, right? I think this is the other thing we do. We judge ourselves out of actually creating. And so if you don't judge it as bigger or little and you just go, okay, you know, today I'm going to change that person's reality with a big tip. Today, I'm going to say, you know, how can I change people's realities with my money? If you start walking around as that, then more money just comes to you. Like the, when you're willing to have joy with money, like when you're willing to just enjoy it and use it to create something different in the world, more of it shows up. And so there's the, so I just want to point out, I'm, I'm sort of talking in and around all of this because there's the, it's almost like there's just all these different facets of educating yourself about money. There's the pragmatics of like how world economies work. It's crazy, by the way. World markets are manipulated by the media, by corporations, by each other. Like world markets are manipulated. Most of the money that's in the world isn't actually real. It's not actual currency. It's made up. Um, you know, there's all this crazy information about how money in the world actually works. So you want to educate yourself about that. Go after it. I don't know what it's going to take for you, which book you have to read, but go to the library, go to the fucking bookstore, go research in your town or online, like 
you know, go start watching YouTube videos. Go watch The Ascent of Money. Go find out about how money actually works in the world so that you can have more information. And then you want to educate yourself on what it takes to be money. And, and two, I forget, I think it was two years ago now, maybe a year, I don't remember. But I, I just was like, I am revamping my whole financial reality. And I don't care what it takes, and I don't care what I have to do. And Gary has said, you know, do this workbook, you know, 10 times or 100 times, and then you'll change your reality. And I've never chosen that. So I started choosing that. And my reality totally shifted, like non-recognizable within months. So, so, and so you want to educate yourself about what it takes to be money. And then you want to change the space that you're creating from. Like, so this is, and this is where choice in every 10 seconds comes in, right? Choice in every 10 seconds is like, okay, so what can I choose today? What can I choose today? What can I choose right now? What can I choose right now? And it's all of those things that begin to change your financial reality. It's not magic. It's just choice. And that's so cool because you have that capacity if you're willing to have it. So, man, I have this whole section in the COP manual about money and I was going to draw from it, but um, I love this, I love this statement and I'm going to leave you with this today. It's like, money is like air. You just allow it to come. It will be there if you ask for it and desire it and breathe it in. What does that be like for you? If money wasn't solid, if money wasn't a thing, if you could just receive it and ask for it and it would just show up. If you could educate yourself about how it works, if you could get curious about it, if you could start to choose it and choose you and choose the capacities inside of you that would create it for you, what would happen? What would change? Hi, Tammy. What have you not yet chosen that if you would choose it would completely change your financial reality? And everything that doesn't allow that to show up, will you destroy it and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online shirts, boys and beyonds. And if you're new to access, go check out theclearingstatement.com. That's what that crazy thing is. So the, the thing that I want to invite you to is getting aggressively present with you and aggressively present with your finances and aggressively present with money. What would it be like? What would change in your world if you were willing to be aggressively present with all of those things? And um, everything that doesn't allow you to be and know and perceive and receive what that would be like when you destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all in shirts, boys and beyonds. What would it be like to be aggressively present with money? What would it be like to really know where all your money's going? What would it be like to put aside 10% of every single penny that comes in? What would it be like to go out and get insatiably curious about how money works and how money could work for you? What would it be like to know, be and know and perceive and receive all of your secret and hidden capacities with money? What would it be like to actually take people out for dinner that you know have made a lot of money and pick their brains about what they're being? What would it be like for your curiosity and your lust for more to propel you into a totally different financial reality? And everywhere you're not allowing your lust for more to enter this area, will you destroy it and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. So the choice to educate yourself is, is one that only you can make. And you are the one that knows where you can start with that. And you just have to be willing to choose it. You have to be willing to choose it and choose the change. And when you choose the change, that's when it will show up for you. So I hope that contributed. 
If you like this, please share it so other people can find it. And I fucking adore you, and I will see you next week.